Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. I'm coming back heart of worship it's all about you all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for the things I've made it it's all about you all about you Jesus good morning everybody Keith Ferrante coming to you live from Huntington Beach, California, whoop, whoop, on this brand new Emerging Prophets episode. I just thought I'd start us off with a little bit of just worship because years ago I had a young, young, hungry, supernatural student saying, Keith, come on, I... And I want an impartation from you. I Would you impart to me your prophetic gift? And my wife chimed in. She was there. My lovely wife, Heather, of 23 years, says, said, it's not the prophetic, guys. The prophetic is not what gave Keith and, and, then, and Heather you know, gave us the, the prophetic edge prophetic power the impartation the fire it wasn't the prophetic wasn't the prophetic tools it wasn't prophetic gift mix it it wasn't it wasn't figuring out how to prophesy at a higher level although i'm all about powerful prophecies she said it was about the worship that was it that was it that was it that was that was the the foundation, and I, that's always stuck with me, and that's always been my heart. And you know, I, 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 I was a worshiper for many years, but when I was with my, when I was with my, uh, at my church, when I was pastoring, I started pastoring. Heather and I started pastoring at 23 years old, and pastored about 11 years in Willits Church, for about. 150 to 100 it ranged it ranged in 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 size uh but it was like the lord told me once after i was been pastoring for a few years he says i want you to go back before the battle began and i said when is that lord he said before you went after the worship before you went after the worship and guys i i i you look in in 1 Samuel 3, this is one of my one of the passages I love. Talking about Samuel as a youngster, 12 years old, I believe, 12, 13. I think he was. It said, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word Lord was rare. There were not many visions. Here, here's, here's a young, a young potential prophet, but has not yet been awakened to the voice of the Lord. The word of the Lord is rare. He doesn't have visions. 
but he's ministering before the presence. That was me growing up. I was ministering before the presence of the Lord. I was, I was speaking in tongues at seven and just fervent, praying for hours, fasting, leading people to Jesus, preaching it, ran a youth group at 15, like preaching, like my dad's a pastor, my grandpa's a pastor. I was just, I grew up in the priestly ministry like Eli and it's uh, and Samuel and that, that just that whole lineage and but I was like Samuel I didn't know the word of the Lord the word of the Lord was rare for Samuel it was for me but guys listen the thing was Samuel had the presence of the Lord he was ministering he had the presence and you can't get in the presence for very long without your heart eventually having to connect into the voice you can't have this sweet intimacy with Jesus without eventually hearing him. My sheep know my voice. You can't be his without knowing his voice. A sheep is someone that's just like, oh, I'm yours, Jesus. I'm, I'm surrendered. I'm not in charge. The Lord is my shepherd. To be a sheep means to be someone that's not in control. And, and guys, all of us as prophets and, and, and even prophet, trying to discover if we're a prophet, that's what this this show this emerging prophet podcast show is all about is like digging deep, finding out what kind of a prophet you are, where you're at, how to go to the next level. What does it look like to be a new covenant prophet today? So many things we're going to go after in this emerging prophet podcast and you're going to love it. We're going to we're going to every every week we're going to give you 20 minutes at least of just encouragement whether you're out running, whether you're you're listening in your car or on your house or or, or resting and listening. I, I mean, I love listening to podcasts when I'm out running. I do my morning exercise. I love listening to some of my favorite prophets and and just catching the revelation. Been doing it for years, and so I love this way for us to to catch this grace. But here's 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 Samuel. He doesn't know the voice, but he knows the presence. Woo! Come on, guys. It's it's like Matthew seven. I think it's. I think Matthew seven is good. Watch out for false prophets. Come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. By their fruit you'll recognize them. The fruit. What? What's the difference between a healthy prophet and unhealthy prophet? A false and a real. It's like it's the fruit. Well, what is the fruit? What's the fruit? Go go on to seven verses twenty one. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom, but only the one who does the will of my Father who's in heaven. Many will say to me on the day, didn't we not prophesy in your name and your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? I will tell them never. Plainly, I never knew you. That word knew is genosco, where you get the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, what that word means is intimacy between husband and wife. Like the deepest intimacy possible. Like, hey, you prophesied. You cast out demons. You perform miracles, but you never entered the kingdom of heaven. You never got there. Why? Because you didn't know me. Intimacy. And this is this is the protection for prophets. But you know what? This is what prophets live, healthy prophets live in the presence. Like that's our air, guys. We're like eagles. We're like eagles. And we need the wind of the worship and the wind and in, in, in the in the in the in the water of the word and the, but the wind of that of the worship to get us airborne and we fly in the worship and we soar and we begin to hear because we get caught up. 
I so love it, guys. We're, we're Ephesians 2. We're, we're seated in, in heavenly places far above. We're supposed to be caught up into the highest place, but sometimes we don't feel like it. We feel like we're just kind of trudging through earth. But worship gets us acclimated to where we are best. We are the best as prophets. We're the best in the heavens, in the third heavens. Not, not under all the devil stuff. Come on, guys. We're prophets of the presence. I remember reading a book by... I believe it was Anna Roundtree. And I, I can't remember the name because I'm just I'm just doing it off, off the fly. But it was talking about, yeah, there's a lot of eagles. A lot of them live in the outer courts because the need is great there. But then there's the golden eagles. And they're the ones that minister in the holy place. They're a prophet to the Lord. And I just was like, yes, Lord, let that be me. I want to, yes, I want to minister to the people, outer court, release the words, times and seasons words, and give these, but I want to be in your presence. Oh, Jesus, a prophet of your presence, like, like Enoch walking with God. Oh, he was a prophet who prophesied thousands of years in advance because he could see it because he was in the presence, and you could see so much more in the presence. He was walking with God. Walking, walking with God. And guys, you can learn the techniques of prophecy and deliverance and inner healing and signs and wonders and miracles and word of knowledge. And you can have all these things, but it's like, do you know him? Not do you know him so you can get revelation to release to others, but do you know him? Because you're so, oh, you're so in love with him. You're so captured by him you're so like oh i need you jesus i need you i need you every step of the way i've got to be synced up to you i don't want to grieve you that grieve comes out of ephesians 4 where it's don't grieve don't be angry don't grieve the spirit it's like i don't want to do anything that angers i don't want to enter into any spirit uh, any any bad fruit anger bitterness impurity lust worry i don't want to enter anything that grieves that uh, the sense of the presence gets less Listen, guys, I, I understand that someone says, Keith, can you prophesy over this person? And, and they're a, you know, an influencer. And I'm like, yeah, let me get a word. And I can give them a word. But I can be disconnected from the heart of God because prophecy will always work. It's just like healing. Okay, you see a sick person. You don't have to feel spiritual. You know, the Bible says heal the sick. You can pray for the sick. You can, we pray. You don't always hear, okay, everything. And like, should I pray for them? Should I not? Sometimes you just pray. Sometimes I just pray because I know the word says to pray for the sick. But we don't want to live in that place where we're just operating in our gifting and we're not connected to the heartbeat of the genosco. You didn't know me. Intimacy between husband and wife. Like, I, I, you know, sometimes the prophetic has to get lifted from us. The sense of the of the glamour of the prophetic, of, you know, the power of the prophetic, the, the wonder of the, you know, like when you're on fire in the prophetic and when you're seeing visions and prophesying and you're on fire and you're going, 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 it's just like, wow, this is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm just on. And it's like, sometimes God has to remove that because he's like, it's, it's not about the prophetic. It's, it's about my presence. The prophetic is just leading us to the presence. Prophecy will disappear. Now, some people say, well, prophecy is already done with because we've completed the Bible. I'm saying, no way, no way. You need the prophets until the, the body of Christ is in full stature. And the body of Christ is not in full stature until it's fully mature, Ephesians 4 says. So we need prophecy, but, but we need prophecy from love, 1 Corinthians 13, from love. 
That's intimacy from the place of love. Oh, I love you, Jesus. And I'm every day I'm here just to listen to you. But then I'm here to love people and to be sensitive to people and what how, how to love on them well. So my love with him connects then with my love with people. And that's a healthy prophet. Like if you're only a prophet that's like Jesus, 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 and you never connect to people, you're not healthy. And if you're a prophet that's always like ministry, ministry, ministry to people, but you're not connecting to just, just being in his presence, then you're, you're, you're missing it too. If, 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 you, if you are stronger in the second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself, and not as strong in the first commandment, love God, you miss it. But if you don't have the second commandment, you miss it too. Because if you're, if you're, show me your faith and I'll show you mine by what I do. So if your faith doesn't have, has a do, has an expression of release, like the Lord had to tell me once, Keith, I want you to serve. I'm like, okay, I want you to serve with the prophetic. So sometimes prophetic is serving. Sometimes like ministering prophetically is serving because it don't always feel like you want to, it's not always glamorous, just prophesying over this person, that person, this person. And, and yes, sometimes as a prophet, you, you, you have an assignment, so you're not just a prophesying machine. There, there's a season for, for prophesying over lots of people, but then there's a season to be strategic with your prophetic. But we do still serve. We serve with the prophetic. But we are, something Dan McCollum and I talked about years ago, is like, Keith, let's never lose. Let's never lose the just the hum, humble servant's heart of prophesying. Let's never become too big of a prophet that we never prophesy anymore. We just teach. It's like, let's keep, because sometimes you see prophets, they kind of start with the prophetic and then they move to the teaching because they, they begin to get more and more known and they move to the revelation. And we're, we're thankful for those. I'm not judging those, but I'm saying, let's stay in the sweet place of just catching God's heart for people. That's what prophecy is, catching his heart for people. Not just giving a word, but it's like, oh, dad, what's your heart for this person? You love them. And, and I love you, Dad, and I want to partner with you to minister them. And so we can keep that genosco in ministering to people. We can minister to people from that intimacy with the Father because we're listening, we're walking with Him every day. And we need an out, we need an ex, uh, a release, uh, uh, an, uh, an outlet for our prophetic, or else we become like the dead sea. It's like no outlet. We need an outlet for the prophetic. So that's why the prophetic needs the apostolic because the apostolic is about the outlet. The prophetic is about the connection with God, but the apostolic is about the outlet, the sending, the going. We need both. It's not just about go, go, go. Sometimes it's about stay in his presence. But then there's there's a sending that we need to step in. We need to have know who our assignment is and who we're called to minister to. And you can't be in the presence of God without eventually getting provoked to deal with injustice, to minister to people, to rescue people, to mint, to prophesy, to, to release a word that gets the devil off of people's back. To release the word that gives strategy to people. That's you, you can't be in the intimacy with God without feeling his heart eventually for the nations and for people and for regions. And, and you should be a, like those that are full of the presence of God are those that are that are, are, are full of the fire of God. I remember my first prophecy that I was given that I was a prophet. Years ago, probably 15, 17 years ago by Martin Scott, he prophesied in a, on a tape. We got it on a tape. Remember the days of tapes, guys? He prophesied and he's, he said, Keith, you and your family are called to be prophets of fire. And just as Elijah stood in the presence of the Lord and just as Gabriel stood in the presence of the Lord, so you too are called to stand in the presence of the Lord because I've called you and, as, as, uh, uh, and, and given you the mantle of the prophet, but that's the prophet of fire. And you're going to go to places that, 
the heavens are are closed and you're going to open them up and you're going to go to a place that the heavens are already open but you're going to line them up to even a greater encounter with heaven and but you're going to you and your family will be known as prophets of fire and i mean that prophecy has stuck with me for years and really what that's about fire a song of solomon 8 6 his love is an unquenchable fire the fire is not i mean there's many fires but this fire is the fire of his love It's, oh, you're so consumed, like Elijah was so consumed with the fire of God. He says, the God who answers by fire, he's God. He was so passionate for God. He had such love for God. He had such a genosco. He was intimate. He was a friend. He was someone that God loved. And I love the prophets like Abraham uh, that were a friend to God. I love the prophets like Moses that was a friend to God. Like God talked to face to face like a friend. I love being in that place of genosco with God. And guys, this is the foundation of the prophetic that will keep you safe. If, you, if, you, if you're like, oh, I got to spend time with God because I need a sermon. I got to spend time with God because I need revelation. You're, 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 you're going to get off course. You always spend time with God just to be with God. And he always blesses you with revelation in his presence. He'll always, he'll always give you the business strategies you need the revelatory strategies you need, but as you make him the deal, you're the big deal, dad. You're everything. You. I I, I needed 10 years once I stepped into figuring this out. And when I was 22 and I started getting around the prophets and I just, the worship started opening up and, and, and and I just started worshiping in his presence, sometimes 10 hours a day. I was pastoring, but I would go into my, the sanctuary and, and I, we had a piano there, a guitar, and I would just play for hours and worship because I was beginning to find, oh my word, I can feel his presence. And then I began to hear his voice. I literally began to hear his voice singing over me, I love you, son, audibly singing. And I was so wrecked, this genosco, this intimacy. I was like, this is it. Oh, Jesus, 10 hours a day. But you know, I, I, you know, it wasn't a forever season. It was, it was a, probably at least a 10-year season. But it was me learning that He's everything. That's what that season was about. His presence is everything. My wife and I live for the presence. We go into churches. It's like, oh, it's a good church, but where's the presence? We listen to speakers. Oh, it's a good message, but where's the presence? Because it's about the presence. I never want to minister some nice informational thing. I always want to bring people into an encounter with God's presence, an encounter with him, because he's what this is all about. That's what being a healthy emerging prophet, the foundation, the sustainable heart, the good fruit comes from this place. You can't be in his presence and then hate somebody. You can't be in his presence and then be unfaithful to your spouse. You can't be in his presence and, and jump into sin. You can't be in his presence and not want to connect with your brother and sister because you can't worship. If you're worshiping and you have an offense, drop the worship and go connect and restore with your brother. Then come back and worship, scripture says. Like you can't worship and have offense. So the centering point of being in his presence, Genosco, walking with him, is a protection for us as a prophet. And of course, we need others because we need others to kind of help us where we can get, sometimes prophets get a little extreme. They get so deep in the presence because they were hurt so by people. So they don't actually connect to people very well. They want to minister to people, but they never let anybody in. That's a whole other subject. So you got to let people in. You got to let, you got to be vulnerable. That, and then you're going to be healthy. But that vulnerability starts by, like the heart of David, just this open vulnerability with the Lord. 
Just nothing hidden before him. So guys, I want to leave you with that. I just pray that that you would come back to the heart of worship if you've deviated. You'd get a fresh encounter with the love of God. That's what a revivalist prophet is all about. They're about awakening people to, oh, the wonder of Jesus. He's everything. I love some of the prophets, even today that I've been around, that it's like just listening to them, I can feel it's like, oh, I want to be around Jesus. And and I'm like, oh, they're they're a prophet of fire. They're a revival prophet because when I get around them, I want to know Jesus more. And that's that's a healthy place. That that we that, that should be the fruit of our ministry, that people want to know Jesus more when they get around us. So guys, I want to just bless you that you would just know him. You would know the heights, the the depths, the length, the width of the love of God. What's the heights? That's the encounters in heaven. The depths are like the depths of the word and the depths of revelation and the depths of his love. And then the width, what's the width? That's the connection with people. And, and, and the heights, the depth, the length, the length. It's like how long he walks with us, how patient he is. Like all of these dimensions of love. We want to know every, we want to we, yeah, we be caught up into heaven. We want to see the finished work of Jesus far above where he's destroyed every devil, where there's no demon, where we're in heavenly places, we're seated far. We want to know the heights, but we want to know the depths. We want to know every dimension. So I pray that you would know every dimension of the love of God. You would be such a healthy prophet that the world would say, oh my word, thank you, Lord, that you are speaking today, that you're speaking through your prophets today, that the word of the Lord is no longer rare, but there are prophets that are so connected to God and they're connected to others and, they, and they're so healthy and they're so full of kindness. So I just bless you guys in that. Guys, I'm so excited that we're going to be going on this journey in this emerging prophet podcast make sure you you click you know join join the join the podcast so you can get the weekly episode and and tell people about it let's just let's just have a fun time in here comment on it and guys jump in and and join us in one of the other things we're doing if you love what we're doing if you love hearing it if not we'll see you in in a few days when the next podcast comes out have an amazing day peace If you've enjoyed this Emerging Prophet podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprophets.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.